time to find balance and be refreshed here on Every Heart, Every Woman. Every Heart, Every Woman. Get ready for uplifting music and inspiring interviews. Every Heart, Every Woman. Let's get motivated to move forward as we share our life experiences. Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. Before we jump into our interview, we're going to set the tone with just a little bit of live music. This is Love Lifted Me. It's from my CD, True Worship. Sit back and enjoy. everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. I truly hope you enjoyed our song, Love Lifted Me. Our radio show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can find out all of the information about Love Ministries if you go to their website, go to loveministriesbuilds.org. Well, I am very excited about our interview for today. We have four sisters uh, on the program. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Well, we are so excited to have you here. Now, Leslie Thompson, um, this is these are your sisters, and Leslie is a friend of the show. She's been on the show a couple of times. I think this is your third time now. Yes. Uh, Leslie was recently on the show uh, talking about um, her book. And Leslie, first I want to ask you how how the um, 
how the book sales are going? How's everything doing? It's going really well. I have um, had the opportunity to share through my daughter who has, you know, I didn't even realize she was paying attention, but we went to an event this past weekend and she shared about it and um, just her influence um, how it has influenced her and a couple people want, were interested in the book after she shared about All it. So right. Still excited. Thanks for asking. Man, that's what we want. So yeah. tell us before we jump into everything, because I know we're going to we, we're in for a treat. Tell us, um, refresh our memories on the name of your book and how we can get your book. OK, yes, it is Seven Simple Truths. And it can be purchased on Amazon. So you can search Seven Simple Truths. And it's the author is myself, Leslie D. Thompson. And you can also search on Facebook as well. All right. So I have the book and I've been reading it and, and love it. Uh, I've posted about it on social media. So um, get on there and get on Amazon and, and get the book. It truly will. Um, is blessing my life and, and I'm sure blessing so many women. That's good to know. I have to yeah. read it myself when I, yeah. I need hey. to be reminded of yes. <laughs> what God says yes. versus what the enemy says. Yes. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to keep our meditation on. Well, Leslie has brought her sisters and so we're calling um, this group the Montgomery Girls Events. So yes. welcome, Montgomery ladies. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we are so excited to have you. We have Alicia, Sharita, Erica, and of course, Leslie. And Leslie is the baby of the family. I Everybody am, tells me. I am the most special. Okay. Does she think she's does she think she's the boss? Leslie? No. Uh-huh. Really? She doesn't think she's the boss? No. Okay, who's the boss? Erica thinks <laughs> she's the boss. Erica the thinks she's the boss. Thinks, yes. And we, we, <laughs> and a Erica's lot of times do not. <laughs> we a lot of times allow her to think that. I do not. We have to remind her that she's not. That she's not the boss. Okay. <laughs> well, ladies, um, we're so excited that uh, you all are joining us today. And I'm actually excited for you all to share your story. And I know that so many of our listeners are going to. Um, hear your story and it's going to touch their lives and impact their lives. So um, I just really want to get into it. Now, I know that uh, for you all now, this is honestly my first time meeting all four of you all. I've known Leslie for years, but I see your um, your social media posts and I I've been to maybe a couple of birthday parties Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, over the years. And I know how much a family uh, plays a part in in you all's lives. You all are very close to each other. Love, of course, as well. This is what we're focusing on in February. Love, of course, is um, one of the main themes that your your family uh, strives for and lives for. But um, first thing I want to know is, over the years, what has your family learned about love? Who wants to take that? Um, <laughs> let's see. So the first thing I think about is um, love is enduring. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in the midst of tough circumstances, um, support that's needed, um, even when there are differences and even when we need to or our parents had to to. Uh, practice tough love, mm-hmm. you know, their their love never failed. And um, so that's what I think about is just that it's enduring. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people will look at, you know, our posts or videos or things that we're doing and they're like, man, y'all are so close. Well, we're not. 
always close. Mm-hmm. We have a lot. Of, we have issues and conflicts and things like that, but we don't allow those issues and differences to pull us apart. Our love is enduring, um, so we're going to be committed to each other and to our family because of the love that our, our parents instilled in us. Yeah. Um, you know, but behind the scenes, we have issues mm-hmm. um and sometimes we don't like each other <laughs> but our love is enduring so yes. that's what I think about yeah <laughs> so are there things that you do to uh resolve issues and bring it bring everybody back together because honestly you know with sisters things are going to you know not always be smooth everybody oh, knows yes. that that's oh, that's yeah. family so kind of what are the things that you all do to make sure uh, there's time for you all to all come back together as, as a family unit? Well, I think there are times to where there may be disagreements or differences between one or two of us at one time. And then as with any big family, you get on the phone with the, with one of the other siblings <laughs> and you talk about, can you believe what your sister did? Or you can't believe right. you're talking about the other sister. Yeah. And then it just kind of circles back around to where you work out whatever the issues are. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, the same with a lot of families, you kind of sweep it under the rug and it never really gets addressed. But eventually it does, um, where you have a conversation with the one sister about the other one and then they talk to that sister and mm-hmm. then you, you know, you just kind of work it out and we never really just fall out for long periods of time because we do have that family bond to where we come back together and you have some families who don't speak for years and mm-hmm. I don't know that we've ever gone through a huge period of time to where we you know had dif- disagreements yeah. that didn't get settled mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you know it's it's human nature to where you have differences but you work them out and you yeah. come back together as a family it's nothing really that serious mm-hmm. And I think it boils down to how our mother raised us. Mm-hmm. You know, family is important. You're going to always, your sisters are always going to be your sisters. Mm-hmm. So you have to figure out a way to, you know, kiss and make up or, you know, just understand, oh, that's just how she is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not try to change them, but love them through mm-hmm. whatever issues that we're dealing with. But mm-hmm. mom would never let us you know, fall out with each other and not speak for years and years. It's like you guys work it out, talk right. it through, and um, you'll get through it. Yeah. Now, when you all were growing up, when you all were young, and um, because, you know, we we all have lived through that, even with our own children. She's touching me, she's mm-hmm. in, and she's got oh that, and she tore it, and, you know, <laughs> now it's in pieces. What what did your mom say to you all in, in those moments? Because a lot of parents have trouble mm-hmm. with those moments of my kids won't you know be quiet for just just a minute you know yeah. what what did your mom say to you all in those moments to kind of de-escalate everything yeah. I, one thing I thought about I don't mom our mom was not and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong but she wasn't she did she wasn't a woman of a whole lot of words during mm-hmm. those those types of situations in my memory um and one thing that I think about when we get that way now, even in our 40s, and oh, I'm the only one still in my 40s, I forgot. Um, <laughs> She's trying to bring that up on purpose on the radio. Keep on living. Just keep living, child. I always do that to them. But even now, sometimes when things can get heated, I can just imagine mom just, she would just make a, a statement just like, hey, you know, it was real silly, but it was like, y'all calm down. Or, and it was almost like what we needed to like just 
pull us out of that foolishness mm-hmm. and she would just quiet us, you know, like just stop. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the things that I remember. Um, and part of it was, I think, is because we saw her example of being a woman of, of peace. Um, and so it was almost like just her saying those simple things got us, helped us to get our act together. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't remember much um, back, you know, when we were younger growing up. I think it kind of went in spurts, mm, though, <laughs> with, uh, with our age groups because Leslie and I were closer. And then by the time that we were in high school, Lisa was gone off mm-hmm. to college and then to the military. So she kind of had it in groups, yeah, I think, true. of disciplining us. And Sharita and I were in high school, you know, at the same time. And I think... We would have our differences, and Mama had to kind of uh, get us together as far as sharing clothes or, mm-hmm. you know, on the phone and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then once when Rita left, then it was me and Leslie. But I really don't remember a lot of um, conflict growing up because Lisa was older, mm-hmm. and she was with our older cousins. But I do remember the times we had conflict with Rita and I and Leslie and I, and then um, my mother would kind of, you know, really, I don't really remember remember a lot of uh, the way she disciplined us. Yeah. She was more um, with pinches or, yep. you know, she wasn't a lot, it wasn't a lot of yelling. She or, had a mean pinch. A pinch. She had a she very mean Mama pinch. Yeah. It was almost pinch. like you just knew what she was communicating. Yes. Yes. You just knew. You, you knew better. Yeah. You, you knew, knew better. Yeah. It's I different than nowadays. very distinctly a thump. On oh yeah, she would thump. <laughs> a thump on the head. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. she, she just didn't, she didn't play as far as that type of thing, and it's yes. like we just knew. You just and so it was you know understood. how they say, yeah, you know how they say it's more caught than taught. Mm-hmm. You know, so even though she wasn't like giving out, you know, just literal instructions and things like that, um, a whole lot. It was like we we knew from her presence, and then also from watching her relationship with her mom and her sister. Mm-hmm. And we respected that. And it's like, okay, we, we have to get ourselves together. Yes. And the yeah. respect level was just different back then than it is now, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So tell us some of the the values that your mom taught you. And then how has that changed? Like how are you teaching those values to your children? The same exact way? Are you you know, kind of mimicking what your mom did, uh, bringing you up, or are you taking those values and doing different things, teaching them to your children? Okay, I'll take that question. So our household was definitely a traditional household where Mm -hmm. the father was the provider and the mom took care of the children and the house. Mm -hmm. And... For me, I remember my mom dedicating her entire life to serving her husband and her children. She was very involved in our lives. She, you know, participated in PTA. She was a Girl Scout leader. Mm -hmm. She made sure we were in Sunday school every Sunday. You know, yes, Sunday Mm -hmm. school teacher. And so I try to you know, mirror some of those things in my life when I was raising my children. I have two daughters. They're now in their 20s. But when they were growing up, you know, I was involved in Girl Scouts. Mm-hmm. I was involved in PTA. I, you know, was the class mom. I, you know, supported them during their sporting events and everything, just modeling what my mom modeled for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And I think for me, what we saw is we ate dinner at the table mm-hmm. every night. Mm-hmm. It wasn't taking your plate to the to your room. It wasn't cooking several different meals because somebody didn't want anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it was sitting at the table whether you wanted to eat it or not, Lisa with the okra that daddy made her sit at the table and mm-hmm. eat, but she didn't eat it. She sat there all night. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this is an example. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I took that into my life and raising my kids with my husband. We would, you know, my kids are adults now, so we don't, um, I don't cook as much as I used to, but we still eat at the table. Mm-hmm. So with my kids, I would cook every night and we all sat at the table and ate. If three or four words were not said we still sat at the table and we ate dinner Mm -hmm. and I you know picked it up from my mom and it was just being there with family you hear so many people growing up that they didn't do that y'all sit down at one time it's time to eat you know you set the table and we each had our turns on doing the dishes and that went over into life with Mm -hmm. my kids and my Mm -hmm. husband too and I don't know about Leslie now with her kids yeah yeah no I mean the same thing I know I'm not as consistent with sitting at the table just because of you know activities you know people the kids being gone but as much as possible um and then also along those same lines I think with just um loving to to provide for your children um whether it is teaching them how to um, prepare meals um teaching them how to set the table you know table manners you know Mm -hmm. at the table Mm -hmm. and that's one of the things when I, I think about that now it's like I don't know really how she managed all that because Mm -hmm. some days it's like I'll try to hold it together I think I talked about that like even on the show but trying to hold it together because I want to be so much like my mom Mm -hmm. and then I'll be consistent for a couple days and then everything just falls apart it's like this don't look like the way mama did it and then I just be like how did she do that Mm -hmm. with four girls Mm -hmm. and you know how was she so consistent and so I draw from that as much as I can um and then hope to instill that in my kids as well so yeah I think it can't help but be instilled because it's learned. Mm-hmm. And like Les said, um, my mother did what her mother did and yeah. what her sister did. Mm-hmm. So they were so, so close. And because of that dynamic, it just spilled over into us, you yeah. know, into our children as well. Because they were together. We spent Fridays together with all of mm-hmm. our cousins yeah. and grandmother and her sisters. And yeah, right. it was just instilled in us. So it's we've done the same thing with our kids. and not necessarily taught them, but I guess we did in a sense without even trying because mm-hmm. they saw it. And so they're the same way. They're close and those same values have been instilled into them and mm-hmm. they just picked it up. So. Yeah. And when, when you said that and you talked about us being with our cousins, it reminds me of how our kids were there at our parents' house often and we just knew on Sunday we could come over there after church and she would have had this whole meal prepared. She started mm-hmm. on Saturday night you know, with her meatloaf or her Cornish hen or mm-hmm. whatever it is. So I think she was able to even instill that in our our children because they saw it when they came to Granny's house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They look forward to it. They look forward to it. Yes, yeah. So, I, you know, I think, I think this, this conversation is probably eye-opening and, and helpful to so many people because so many parents are worrying you know, did I do enough? Did mm-hmm. I teach enough? Did I say enough? And, um, you know, did I do enough to balance the stuff that I did wrong? You know, um, but it's comforting to know that it, many things are, are 
passed down, especially how to cherish your family, how to how to grow love, how to work through struggles, how to keep it together through conflict and and not get to the point where we're we're not speaking because mm. sometimes things that happen among family members are very serious, you know. Sometimes things are very serious and we have to find a way around those things to get back to um, where our children are seeing us work through our differences and come back to right. love. Um, I love it that you say that it's, you know, it's modeled. It's modeled. It's modeled. And 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 our children are, are picking it up. I love that. So, um, let, let me ask you this. Uh, what would you say the, the glue is or what would you say the secret is um, that holds your family in love with each other? I think it, it would just, for me, it would just be holding on to um, how mama would want it to be. You know, okay. if, if we would get into some type of conflict, which it hadn't happened uh, since Mama passed, but we just want to keep it together mm -hmm. as she would want it to be. She mm -hmm. wouldn't want, you know, anything serious to come between to where we were not doing the same things that we did while she was here. Mm -hmm. So that would be, you know, it for me, what I would think. I would say that my mom loved family, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, just gatherings, phone calls, conversations had she was definitely the glue that held our family together. Not just our family, but mm -hmm. even on my dad's side of the family. My dad's mm -hmm. family is mostly in Fort Worth. So it was always, my mom was always trying to get the Dallas and the Fort Worth folks together. Okay. And at one point, it was every Thanksgiving, instead of splitting up and, you know, going to see my dad's family one Thanksgiving, and then we stay in Dallas. We would all, all of Fort Worth would come to Dallas okay. to or celebrate Dallas the holidays with mm -hmm. us. And then the following year, all of Dallas, moms, you know, sisters, cousins, <laughs> uncles, everyone on my mom's side would travel to Fort Worth mm -hmm. so that we would keep the family together. And we wouldn't have rare. to split up mm -hmm. during Very the holidays. Rare. The so. in laws would cross like that. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. And we tried that. Yeah, we didn't know it then, but it was, yeah. it was normal. Right. Yeah. And then we tried to cross it over. Well, we did one Thanksgiving with my husband's yeah. family and my family, and we all came together with my side and his yeah. side and had a big... Was it Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving, yeah. It was yeah. Thanksgiving. So that was really nice. I can't yeah. believe we hadn't done that before. Right. But right. that was really nice to merge those sides and kind of do like mom did with her mm -hmm. in-laws. Yeah. And it was also... It was almost like that's what she lived for is to be able to... Um, participate in that next family event, mm -hmm. you know. And so after, you know how you go in the store and right after New Year, you already see, um, what is it called? <laughs> you already see Valentine's Day oh, decorations. Right. Mm -hmm. So after one holiday, she was already planning for the next thing. Mm -hmm. And she'd be calling us and, you know, what's on your menu? Yeah. yeah, what's on yeah. your, um, who, what are you bringing for Thanksgiving? Mm -hmm. um, and so, and just that week before the week that she passed, she passed away last year, uh, 2019, February 13th. Mm -hmm. Their anniversary, my mom and dad's anniversary is February 16th. So the two weeks leading up to that, 
all the talk was about their anniversary and mm-hmm. what's what are we going to do? Who's going to take us out to dinner? Mm-hmm. Who's going to buy us outfits? You know, and yes, so that's, yeah. And so, and it's like each time that there was an, another holiday or event coming up, she was so excited about planning that. And so it almost helped us to squash what was going on, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because we need to look forward to this next time we're going to get together with family. Right, right. That's that's good. You know, I've never, never, ever thought about, and I don't think we've even tried to do this about, <laughs> yes, yeah. about the cross the family. You always yeah. keep them separate. Yeah. yeah, you, you don't, don't even think to. about yeah. it. You don't have to. Yeah, you don't. You don't even think about it. You you write you. Say okay, this Thanksgiving we're going here, and then the next Thanksgiving we're going here. Nobody yep. ever thinks about it. Right. Yeah, yep. put it together. And how much fun would that fun. be? Yeah. You know, for yeah. the kids. Our cousins on my mom's side got to know our cousins on my dad's side. Mm-hmm. So they're technically not cousins, but they are cousins. Right. Yes. Right. We, right. Grew, we all grew up together. It yes. Felt like it. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. Like yes. Yep. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Y'all giving me something new to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you have siblings, you can switch it out. Like we could do it with Leslie and Jeff's family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His mom and, his and brothers yeah. have been yeah. at a lot of our events, but yep. it would be nice to maybe have the, the rest of his extended family join. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, this is good. I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. Okay, so <laughs> ladies, it's time to take a break. Let's take a quick break, and then I have a couple more questions, and we're going to get into the event that you Yay. all are, are planning exactly. for May 2nd. So we'll be right back in just a minute. Every heart, every woman. Every heart, every woman. You're listening to Every Heart, Every Woman, the show where women find balance, peace, and inspiration. Now let's get back to the show with your host, Carla Nivens. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. Our radio show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Go to loveministriesbuilds.org for all of the information about Love Ministries. We're having a great conversation with the Montgomery Girls. We're talking about the Montgomery Girls events uh, today, and um, I have a couple more questions and then I want to get right into the event um, that you are planning, ladies, for May 2nd. I want to know about what your mom taught you about romantic relationships. Mm. Since this is February, (laughs) give give us some good advice. Well, she was definitely a romantic at heart. Mm -hmm. Um, Like Erica said earlier, they were married for over 50 years. Mm. Um, they got married near Valentine's Day, and yeah. ironically, she passed around Valentine's Day as well. Yeah. But she absolutely loved her husband. Mm. Her man. Yes, her man. She loved her man. And, you know, they would definitely get on each other's nerves, you know, if you can imagine being married yep. to someone for 50 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. And so she would get upset with him and call herself, you know, coming over to, you know, take a breath or get a breather, get okay. away from that man. <laughs> and by the time she would walk through the front door, she's like, oh, let me call and check on your daddy. <laughs> so she really, really loved unconditionally. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I learned from my mom. You know, nobody's perfect, mm-hmm. but, you know, you love through their imperfections. Mm-hmm. 
right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was going to say the same thing or, you know, same sentiment, you know, is and she, as far as romantic love, I think she was always thinking about um, or desiring, you know, our, our dad had a, a stroke in mm. 1998, 99. Um, and, and so he was not able to do as much as far as getting out. Mm-hmm. Um, but she would always look for ways that they could still get out and, you know, go to movies. And um, they even had a um, an event at the church where it wasn't a um, not the prom that they have, but I forget what type of, of banquet it was that they had. You know, she would try to still get them out. Mm-hmm. and do things, you know, just because he's not able to do all the things he used to do, she still enjoyed going out on dates and getting dressed up, you know. Wow. And so we have tons of pictures of the two of them doing things together, um, looking nice, you mm-hmm. know. And they love she – okay, here's the other one I think about is dancing. So, um, you know, she loved dancing, you know, on her own, but then also dancing with our dad. Mm -hmm. And I remember, and I think I have a video of this, of um, we were playing, um, you know, old songs. I don't know if it was Lou Rawls or The Temptations or something. Mm -hmm. And so she goes over to my dad, you know, he's in his wheelchair and she's dancing right there with him and almost like wooing him, you know, Mm -hmm. and motivating him. And then he comes to the point where he's like, I want to stand up. He doesn't walk as much anymore Mm -hmm. because he's paralyzed on one side. So he stands up and they're they're all cute, kind of doing their little slow dance. And she loved that. So when I think about romantic love, that's one of the things I think about is the dates and then seeing the two of them still dancing together Mm -hmm. after so many years. Yeah. What a blessing to see. I think other than those sentiments, uh, I feel the same way. But she had staying power. Mm-hmm. that you don't see nowadays too much in marriages right. unless you had that example but she definitely had staying power no matter what mm-hmm. with her man mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah that was a great mm-hmm. lesson for us and for others around her because she was um, an example to other ladies as well as they'd come to her and ask her how on earth mm-hmm. do you do it you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> so she was a really good um, mentor in that way as well mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. for sure yeah I, I love it that you say that she would leave to take a break and then walk through the door and say, let me call and check. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And we're like, Mama, you just left. You just left. And we, we've come over here, picked you up, gone through all of this, and then get sit me down. Don't get me now. Yeah. And, and like, let me call was, your daddy. Her response was always, well, that is my husband. Yep, that is true. That is true. Right. Or she would tell me um, if we were gone all day, have you called and checked on Eddie? My husband's like, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> no, I'll see he's him when fine. I get home. Right. Yeah, he'll be all right. What is, is he eating tonight? Oh, he'll find something. Oh. You know, that's not, but she always wanted to make sure her husband, you know, was taken care of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. So in 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 our family, uh, Roosevelt's mom, he's uh, she has gone home to be with the Lord. And we we say that that was really the first dose of like real life for our children Mm -hmm. that um, they had to live through and we had to talk them, you know, through all of that. It's kind of difficult to explain those types of things. I don't know how you, how one gets prepared for Mm -hmm. that, but in, in you all's family, your mom has gone home uh, to be with the Lord. So how has your family lived through loss um, when your mom was and is like, the such the the staying power and such the you know the the pillar you know of 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 the family how are you all supporting each other through that well i think for us um 
mom's death was the first major death for us um, to have to deal with. Mm -hmm. And we kind of prepared ourselves because we knew with her illness, well, not really illness, her dementia was progressing and Mm -hmm. we kind of knew that it was going to come. So we, I myself would prepare myself. I knew it was going to happen one day. I knew it was going to happen one day. But um, just knowing, for me, what gets me through is knowing that her dementia did not progress into Alzheimer's and she still had her wits about her. Mm -hmm. She was still able to function. And me, myself, I had prayed about it. I was like, Lord, please don't let her get to that (coughs) stage to where she can't do for herself. Mm -hmm. And she's just there. And um, it's kind of sad to want to pray for that, but... It really happened to where it was less of a, of, I don't want to say burden, but the effect was not as um, tremendous as it could have been for mm-hmm. her to have gone into that stage. So it, it for me, it's a blessing mm-hmm. that she didn't get to that, that part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Of the disease. Oh, um, I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think also... Our, so our grandmother, my mom, our mom's mom, had Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. and um, and so she did go through those. I mean, years of that time of of dealing with Alzheimer's and not being able to communicate. Mm-hmm. And we saw our mom take our grandmother in and care for her in our home. And then for a few years, she was in a nursing home, and so we saw our mom go back and forth taking care of her. And I remember her, my mom saying how the grief started when her mom started to get um, worse as far as, yeah, losing Mm -hmm. her memory and losing Mm -hmm. her ability to communicate. Um, And so just kind of watching her go through that, I think was a preparation for us, you know, and for me, it was scary because you kind of, you just don't know what you're going to feel. You don't know what those conversations are going to kind of reduce to because, mm-hmm. and so it was similar with our mom because as she started to suffer from dementia, she was with us as far as conversation, but the conversations were not the same, you know, and it wasn't the same as far as being able to call her and say, um, you know, what do you think about this? The thing that I love about her is that a lot of times she, even though she couldn't pull all the thoughts together, she would just go into prayer Hmm. A lot of times. And Mm -hmm. she would just begin to just pray fervently, fervently, because it's almost like that's the language that she could still hold together. Right. And um, so during that time, you know, that was kind of a a grief of, you know, losing her, starting to see her um, slip away as far as um, not being able to be as present Mm -hmm. anymore. Um, You know, so but as far as dealing with it, I think the memories has been so helpful. Mm -hmm. You know, us laughing. Yeah, she Mm -hmm. her and our dad are such huge comedians, you know, just Mm -hmm. so witty. And so those types of things of just like remembering silly things that she would say has helped. And then us talking about it together. A lot of times I think that's a struggle is being able to talk about your grief or talk about that loved one. You almost want to avoid talking about it, Mm -hmm. that person. So that has helped. And I think coming together to plan events Mm -hmm. is therapeutic as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
in the day and age of that we live in, technology is amazing. Yes. And when I miss my mom, I have videos that I can go to. Mm. I, when I want to hear her voice, I have voicemails that I can replay. And that really helps when I get to, you know, just missing her tremendously. Mm-hmm. Just knowing that I have a phone or, you know, I can pop in a video or something mm-hmm. and just see her and hear her. Mm-hmm. That really helps me get through. And also knowing that she never forgot who we were. She remembered mm-hmm. each one of our names. She remembered, you know, she could remember a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But she, um, just knowing that she's no longer in pain, mm-hmm. she would complain about her back hurting all the time. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't have to worry about that right. now. You know, right. she has a new body mm-hmm. and has let all of that that go and that helps a lot as well. Mm-hmm. For me, uh, kind of like Leslie said, I was thinking primarily was the memories. I mean, we created so so many fun mm-hmm. memories together. I mean, and we didn't have to reach far back to to get those. Mm-hmm. It was constant. It was always 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 fun memories and laughter. And our kids were always around. She wanted to be around the kids mm-hmm. all the time. And um, just that, you know, and not knowing that, knowing that she didn't suffer, you know, that was a tremendous blessing. I think that was all of our prayer that she didn't, you know, we look back on the time span that her health started to decline and it was, it wasn't very long at all. Mm -hmm. And that was just such a tremendous blessing for us, you know, and for her just Mm -hmm. to not suffer. So, yeah, we Mm -hmm. created a lot of great, great memories. So that helps. helps Just real quick um, on the memories part, because I'm thinking now also about that's not everybody's story. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a lot of people don't have a lot of pictures mm-hmm. or don't have anything that where they can go back and hear that person's voice. And so that's where I kind of think about, you know, just that the spirit of the person, you know, that I know God is able to help us to connect to them in those moments. It's almost like if I if I don't have a picture, if I don't have a video, I can't hear a voice. I can sometimes just lay down and close my eyes and just visualize that last time that I hugged her mm-hmm. or the last time, because I don't have every conversation, but there's some that are even more memorable than the ones that I do have recorded. And so just taking that time and just allowing those thoughts and her presence to be with me and feeling the comfort of the Holy Spirit, you know, that he's going to lift me up when I want to see her so bad, you know, Mm -hmm. when I want to feel her so bad, um, that in those moments when I just close my eyes and connect with those memories, I'm also connecting with the Father who's helping to comfort me through that time. Amen. Amen. And I, I think it's, you know, it's wonderful that that such a big part of her life was the, you know, the event planning and bringing everybody together. Mm-hmm. I, I can tell that in your story. And also, I think as you share your story, many people who don't have videos and pictures are thinking, I better start getting mm-hmm. videos, pictures, voicemails, you know, save these things on the phone, on my computer. Um because that's something that I hadn't thought of, you know, that that could really be of comfort knowing that, let me just listen to this video. You know, let me just watch this video. For me, I would intentionally not answer my phone on my birthday to get the song that my mom and dad would sing on the birthday. <laughs> yes. So now I can go back yes. and listen yeah. to, you know, them calling mm-hmm. them morning and singing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
that's 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 good. So I really think that leads us into the event that you all are planning. Uh, tell us about the event and tell us, um, you know, all of the information, but also tell us how you came up with this, I, you know, this idea to do the brunch. Well, it came to me um, soon after mom had passed away. Well, not soon, right before Mother's Day. And I was looking for something to do for Mother's Day because we would always do a brunch um, at, our, at the same place every Mother's Day. And then I called my sisters and I was like, wouldn't it be a good idea to do a brunch for women whose mothers are no longer here? Because you always focus on you know, these mother-daughter brunches or teas or lunches, but it's never anything for the woman whose mother is no longer here. Mm -hmm. And um, so we thought about it, and I was like, hey, y'all, let's get together and let's try and plan this brunch. We all love a good brunch. Mm -hmm. And my mom loved a good brunch, yes. too, and she was really fancy. Yes, ma'am. And liked to dress up and liked to, you know, the white tablecloth, just, just fancy. Mm -hmm. So we came together and we thought we would do this brunch. And um, here recently, we've been thinking about opening it up or just putting more thought into your mom's mom if she's already passed. And we always focus on the mom, but we don't think how she feels that her mom's not here anymore. Right. So it would be a great opportunity if your mom's mom is no longer here. We don't want to say grandmother, but if your mom's mom is no longer here, to bring her to the brunch, and you can celebrate her, and she can have those memories of her mom, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's been 10 years or 20 years, we all had a mother, and we still miss her if she's no longer here. Right. So it would be a great opportunity to, to bring her into mark those memories of her mom. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, I, th I think what has evolved over the last couple of months is that we have, you know, friends and our, my sister's friends are my friends. And, you know, so there's this, like this whole network of all of us who will get together at certain events. And so as some of our friends heard about the brunch, regardless of where they were, as far as if their mom had passed or, or not, they wanted to support and, and honor the legacy mm -hmm. of mothers mm -hmm. um, who have passed on. So anyone who wants to support a sister or if you've been affected by some a mother figure or a friend whose mom has passed away and you want to attend to support and um, learn about the importance of passing on legacy, um, it's, it's for that woman as well. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a dynamic speaker who okay. will be phenomenal a speaker. <laughs> phenomenal right. speaker in uh, Sister Cheryl Wesley. Mm -hmm. She's the First Lady of Antioch Fellowship okay. Missionary Baptist Church and also the president of the Cedar Hill School Board. Um, and right. she has had a tremendous influence on our lives and um, knew and loved our mom. And so she's going to be coming to share with us. And uh, her mom has gone on to be with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so we know she's going to have um, an awesome word for all of us. Um, as many of the listeners may know, she has also suffered loss herself as her husband, Dr. Carrie Wesley, passed away at the end of last year. Mm -hmm. And so she's close to, um, you know, this... Um, close to grief yeah and um and so we're we're honored to have her as our speaker yes mm -hmm. so the the brunch is called mother's legacy brunch yes and it's going to be um 
Where, where's the location? It's at the Westin Dallas yes, the Westin. downtown. Okay. On Main Street. Yes. yes. As yeah. Erica said, fancy. Fancy. Yes. It's fancy. It's <laughs> yes. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's going to yeah. be fabulous. I love yeah. it. I love it. And this is the first year you've done it. Yes. This is yes. our inaugural brunch. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I try to think big and um, we were thinking of speakers who we can have mm-hmm. for future brunches and mm-hmm. we want to lead up to one day having Oprah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oprah and uh, Queen Latifah. Yes. And, you know, we're yes. reaching for the stars. Yes. 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 Exactly. I exactly. love it. I love it. <laughs> so tell everyone how to uh, get tickets for for the brunch. Okay. Our brunch is being um, promoted on Eventbrite. Okay. And they can also go to our link on Facebook, Mother's okay. Legacy, mm-hmm. and uh, Mother's Legacy Brunch. I'm sorry, Mother's Legacy Brunch. Okay. And it will have uh, all the details and the link to the Eventbrite, and you can search on Eventbrite Mother's Legacy Brunch. Okay. And it'll lead you there. And in addition to that, we have also started a group on Facebook, Mother's Legacy. And so for any ladies who have um, lost their mom, they're able to, and they can connect through the event and ask us questions there. Um, Just where where we offer support to one another, um, ladies may share that they have a recent loss or just uh, thinking about their mom that Mm -hmm. day, um, looking for resources for for grief support. Ladies who, you know, it's their birthday and it's their first birthday without their mom or mm-hmm. fifth birthday without their mom mm-hmm. or on their mother's birthday. So we use that group as a support for each other and just kind of a a, um, a place where we can bond in a club that nobody wants to be in, mm-hmm. you know, but it is But unique. everybody passes through Yeah, it, yeah, you know? and it's, it's unique and, and you don't understand it until you're in that place. So it's right. a good group for others who can relate to what, um, mm-hmm. to what we're going through. Mm-hmm. Yes, loss is loss and and grief. Um, we've we've had several. We've invited several people on the show to to talk us through those events. I mean, they can truly be devastating. Yeah. And I can um, tell you that going to an event like this, even if you feeling like I don't know if I'm going to feel like that, yeah, go through the motions. Yeah, you know, put on some fancy clothes. You know, get get tickets. Come to the brunch and. Just allow yourself, just put yourself in the atmosphere. Yeah. See what the Lord does. Yeah. You know? And it'll be encouraging and it'll be yes, fun also. Yes, yes. And we'll it'll have, be fun. We have um, some great vendors set up to come. All right. We also have counselors who will be there. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, if you want some a good counselor to meet with one-on-one. I know some churches have group counseling, but we will have a couple of counselors there who you can connect with and um start your journey with them. Mm-hmm. But we are really, really excited about this event and the uh, great vendors that we have who've already signed up. So come and enjoy and listen to the speaker, do a little shopping. Yeah, uh, We'll laugh, we'll cry mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. but we'll end it on a, on a great note. Yeah. Yeah. And if you are a vendor else. listening and you yes. would like to uh, purchase a vendor table, please go to our event as well. Yeah. All right. So, and I know that for our listeners, um, we have something special. We have something special that we're going to offer. So tell us, um, tell us what, you know, what our listeners can, uh, can do to, to get tickets to the brunch. Um, what well, we, we are offering today for the listeners is a discount code okay. or promotion code uh, when you go in to purchase your ticket. And it will be for the $5 off, and it'll run from February 23rd Mm -hmm. through February 29th. Okay, okay. And then... 
And all they have, to, and all our listeners have to do is enter the code E H E W. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so, and that will be good from February twenty third to February 29th, and they can do that on Eventbrite. Yes. And if you okay. would do it in all caps. In all caps. Okay. Yes. And we are um, the tickets are selling for fifty dollars. Okay. Uh, we have our early bird ticket prices that are going on for forty dollars. Okay. And we also are selling the table, and the tables are for eight people. Okay. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. I I think that so many listeners, e- even as I said, the people that are thinking, I don't know if I'm ready for something fancy. I want to encourage um, the the listeners that are in that spot. They're saying, I don't know if I'm ready. Go ahead and do this. Put yourself in the atmosphere. Watch what the Lord is going to do. Um, This is going to be a great time to celebrate and a great time to remember and to lift up and and to learn and be connected. You know, we need each other. We need each other. So, ladies, thank you so much for being here. Uh, I'm so excited about the brunch. Absolutely. Can I add one more thing really quick? Yes. Um, What we've also decided to do is have... Uh, my husband is a part of a gentleman's gentleman's group mm-hmm. and we'll have them um, sit in as servers to, for registration to stand in for the men who support their wives or the yes. girlfriends or the women in their lives who've lost their mothers. So they'll come in as our support and they'll be standing there as we can see all of these men who represent the men in our lives who have supported us in our, you know, situations with losing our mothers. Yes. Okay. And that, men that, grieve just like we yeah. grieve. You know, mm-hmm. they some many have lost their moms. Yeah. As we'll do well. something for them. So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. future, future yeah. events. Yeah. Yeah. My husband has asked you. Well, what about us? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll do something well, for them. Well, for now, the, yeah. the guys are there and support, and yes. and I think that's going to be um, a wonderful. Uh, aspect of the event, you know, to to see the guys there and support. Well, everyone, uh, we want you to have a great week. You can go to my website, CarlaNivens.com, for all the information about the show. We will see you back here next week.